church music is meant to be played in churches, but churches is not church music. This week on My Taste of Music is Terrible, we go through the church's discography. Drop the intro music. Then we cut to David Crowder's church music. <laughs> that would have been funny How to put he in. loves. <laughs> uh, an unforeseen kiss. <laughs> Lame. <clears throat> Heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss. Guys. Girl, do you like sloppy wet or unforeseen? <laughs> I feel like unforeseen is way more problematic because, you know, consent. Mm. So I'm canceling oh, really? that song. Oh. That song is canceled. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyways, we're talking about churches. There was another version that said passionate, but anyway. Mm. What the? Oh, that's so stupid. All sloppy I know is wet, when baby we played girl. it in youth group, we cut that whole line out. It wasn't there. Every sloppy time wet, I've ever that led that song in worship, I, in defiance, I would sing Sloppy Wet. Oh, boy. And be like, oh boy. email me about it. I sang with a girl who kept accidentally saying Sloppy Wet instead of something else she planned to say. It was really funny. Mm. That's so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's how you know you've played worship in the 2010s. Yeah. As if you've played that song. Or any. Yes. So many times. Oh my gosh. Cutlass. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> We're talking about churches today, folks. Yeah. Um, One not of so my much, favorite bands. Not so much the institution, but. Uh, Specifically, we're talking about Chiverches. Right. Chiverches. With the V. My yeah. favorite Irish Christian band. Yeah. Straight from Glasgow. They're, they're not Christian. What's. <laughs> Let's make that clear. I'm just, I'm, we're, we what are you talking about? There were nuns in that one music video. Which yeah. one? One of their first singles had a bunch of nuns in it, which was, they were they were overhyping the religious sort of theme of their whole project in the early days. So their, their, their first music video was just like, the band members weren't even in it. It was just like nuns. Oh. It was kind of weird. Anyways. <laughs> it was nun what? The son of nun. Who, who's on first? <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you wallow <laughs> in that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm. So, I'm so sorry. So first off, let's uh, let's talk about what's been Gerard weighing on our ears. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about that part of the show. Yeah. I mean, kind of churches. Yeah. Well, duh. Other than churches, a bunch that's of churches. The rule. Just a lot of churches. <laughs> yeah. There's so that, much. Guys, churches. the rule is to talk about what. Oh, sorry. I do have You're actually some this stuff. Up. Dang it. We're falling apart. Where's <laughs> yeah. Tanner? Where? Where? <laughs> I've been listening to the, we, uh, the Coin album that I talked about last week. Yeah, the Jack White album. I've been listening to on and off. Oh, it's a it's a weird project though. I got to be in the right mood for it. Oh. Um, and then the Lights album, Pep. Those three are mm. kind of my my heavy rotation right now. Guys, I have to tell you what's been in my heavy rotation. Can I just can I please just play like twenty seconds of a song, and then I'll be done. Sustained. Yeah, 
Who daddies? Uh, scary kids scaring kids. Okay. That's good. Dude. And so they don't have a lead singer on that album. So they're bringing in just like tons of singers to do like f- like featured spots. Like Spencer Carnes from Ice Nine Kills. Uh, Spencer Chamberlain from Under Oath. Um, and then they have... Uh, the one that was singing on that one is Lil Lotus, who's a rapper. Whose real name is probably Spencer also. <laughs> yeah. The Spencers. The Spencer album. Yeah. Which is what it's called. Indispensable. Inter- in- <laughs> scary Spence. Scary Spencers. <laughs> yeah, but dude, he, like, that song is, like, they're... Oh. Suspenser. Oh. Ooh. That's good. I'm down. I, I wrote that down on my sacred Google Keep note of stuff to check out. And it also features um, Maud's son, who is engaged to Avril Lavigne. He does one of the songs. And I didn't know this because he's like a very like popular rapper. He was their drummer mm. back in the day. So he played drums for Scary Kids. What? Crazy. Interesting. So anyways, I've been listening to Scary Kids, Scary Kids. Nice. Um, I've been listening to Silosis, which is a metal band. Um, the guy who started that band was, is the guitarist, one of the guitarists in Architects. Oh. Um, and, uh, just listening to some of the older stuff I haven't listened to before. Um, other than that, a lot of churches... And uh, the song Oh My God by Adele, mm-hmm. which is really good off her latest album. A bunch of other random songs. Um, churches. So much. So they only much. got four albums, though. Yeah, but I listened to them all a few times because I like churches. Yeah. And I don't like to listen to metal when I'm at work. Uh, I have a little speaker on my desk but I don't want to bother anyone. Um, but churches is, is, I feel like a good uh, band to listen to because it's not going to piss off anybody. Right. Um, I don't want to piss off people with Unless metal. you're freaking lame. Unless right. You, I know. Don't yeah. be freaking lame. How don't dare you? Get off this podcast. Hey, this is interesting. I just feel, figured, found this out. Uh, one of the singers appearing on the scary kids, scary kids album is Matt McDonald from the classic crime. Hmm. One of our good friends is Justin Duque, formerly of The Classic Crime. Yep. Um, and we're hoping to have him on a podcast soon. To talk about just what it's like to be in a kick-ass band. Dude, are th- we industry plants? We are industry oh plants. We, we're riding off the clout from, from knowing <laughs> Justin, like, for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Never thought I'd come to this. It's, honestly, it's my only claim to fame ever. <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman agreed to record my voicemail inbox thing, and then his security guard said no. That's my biggest claim to fame. Wait, are you wait, serious? That's not a joke. Yes. Wait, wait, what? I met Morgan Freeman, and I asked him if he could record the, like, Hey, you've reached David Robertus. Please leave a voicemail. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'd love to. And then his security guard was like, do not put a phone anywhere near Mr. Freeman's face. Because I guess that's a security thing. And I was very disappointed, so I didn't get my recording. Oh. Dude. Well, what what would you do? I mean, what could happen putting a phone right a next to his face? phone bomb. I don't know. Phone bomb. <laughs> oh. A gas. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Who knows? You could show if it's a functioning phone, picture. it's pretty clear there's things inside it that aren't bombs, but you never know. It could have been like a, a one of those Galaxy Notes that blew up on planes. So Right. Well, I mean, they, they make bombs so small these days. Yeah. Like, I, it's funny because, like, the bomb that was on... We should probably stop talking about bombs. Have you heard Hannibal Burris's talk on bomb water? <laughs> He's like, the TSA is so dedicated on keeping water out of the skies. He's like, man, this ain't even bomb water. I could take a sip of it right now. And he's like, what if it's sippable bomb water? No such thing as sippable bomb water. <laughs> I love well, Hannibal Barris. Yeah, I just know that the bombs these days are really small. Whereas, you know, during 9-11, you know, when they were on that plane. Timestamp, timestamp. I, I didn't say it. Um, okay, moving you on. You said enough. Yeah, you've so <laughs> you've done enough. We so there's only four albums uh so far. I honestly was desperately trying to find evidence of a fifth being recorded right now and I haven't seen anything, but Yeah, but we have I mean we have like four albums to to talk about right now. Right meow. And yeah, I was thinking we just, we could just go around the table, go f- our least favorite number four to our most favorite cool our Uh most fave can i preface this by saying that norm normally (laughs) i have like a clear number one and a clear like not number one and then there's like this awkward pack near the top where i want them all to be number one Mm -hmm. and i kind of had this for all of them on this project i went back and forth so much yeah on this one i i am not confident in my list i made a de- I, definitive decision as i drove up to this house <laughs> <laughs> i kind of did too in a way i was listening to the albums today i yeah. uh told hannah that i'm not 100 percent confident in my list order and she said lol classic so <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah nine um, yeah you're such a nine i know anyway but we love you anyways i know all right so TK, you want to start? Hey, don't. don't I'm, s- I'm so sorry. That is very full. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you want to start us off What's with your number four? <clears throat> uh, so my number four, guys, is the freaking album with the curtains on it. Screen violence. Screen violence. I always want to say Final Girls. It's not that. Okay. And let's be honest. A, a Number four, Church's album, is still a very good Church's album. Top five, even. (laughs) Yes. It's in my top four. (laughs) But it's just, I say that because I think it grabbed me the least. Mm, But it it, does, yeah. It did have, like, a very consistent kind of vibe and, like, feel. I think it was the best arranged album. Yep. Um, And I, I just love the fact that John Carpenter did remixes for it. That is so cool. Um, like that is, that gives them so much like street cred and it is, is so incredible though. Cause like John Carpenter, like who, you know, wrote and directed the very first Halloween did like Christine, the thing, uh, did escape from New York. Ghost from Mars. Ghost I mean, from, I mean, yeah, Ghost from Mars. The ward. Right. Masterpiece. No, that's the, the literal worst movie I've ever seen. But, but seriously, like John, like John Carpenter is a legend. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. And and not only would he write all those movies, he would score them all. Yes. Um, so he's just this really talented director and musician, and he plays shows, too. And That's, like, like, mostly what he does now. Yeah, which is, tour. I, would, I would love to go see John Carpenter. But uh, anyways, like, so he, like, remixed these songs, like, and, you know, the uh, 
this album is like themed off of like from what I've what I can understand or glean, you know, like horror imagery or, you know, there's a song called Final Girl, which is like definitely very much a horror thing. Mm-hmm. So giving given all that kind of information to say that this is my least favorite out of those um, being somebody that's super into slasher, super into John Carpenter, super into horror. Uh, only good things can happen from here is what I'll say. Yeah. It has my least favorite song of theirs, which is California. I, I just don't like that song. California, 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 here we come, right back where. <laughs> which I do think, I think, I think Love is Dead was the first album they did record in California. So they actually did move there from Glasgow. Um, yeah. After their first two albums. but. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I got my California is mixed up. There's probably so many songs called California. Let's pack up and move to California. She's got lots of friends out there. We'll never get bored because we, we can go boarding. Genius. Love you, Hawk. Poetry. Poetry. Love you, Hawk. I was trying to think of the lyrics of that when you started <laughs> singing. So, Well, every time I hear California, I just think of the O.C. Mm-hmm. Like, because I've lived in Montana my entire life. And yeah. all I think about when people talk about California is the OC. I think about Psych. Which was filmed in Canada. Right. I know. Which That's is the so, great irony. It's so stupid. Yep. I have a friend that is from the town that they filmed Psych in. Okay. It's great. Let's go there. Yeah. Drive the blueberry. Yo, yo. Okay. My number four, if we're going this direction, uh, if that's reasonable. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That's okay. To hop on here is probably ironically the album that I had listened to the most before I worked on ranking them and it's love is dead. Um, in general, I feel like church's albums tend to start out incredibly strong and then slowly Peter out, not Peter out, but like tonally shift and they, they front load their their albums for sure. Um, you mentioned that, that you thought that Scream Violence was maybe the best arrangement of songs, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the first one that didn't it's, really do that. It flows the best. Yeah. But Love is Dead is is a pretty big offender in terms of like a Peter out, especially like to, uh, the track two near the end is like this experimental thing, which is like cool. I'm glad you did that. There's It's you know instrumental and interesting, but it's not like – it doesn't really feel like it's a belongs in this album for some reason. Um, I agree. And, but, but even still, even at number four, uh, like their, their track record of like opening tracks on albums is insane. Like graffiti goes really hard. Get out goes even harder. Um, and then, yeah, some of my highlights too were, um, like, uh, deliverance is a classic and forever. I did not like God's plan very much. I don't like the chord progression on it too much. Um, yeah, I mean, she said, do you love me? And I told her only partly. I've only ever loved my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Is that a Post Malone? Who it's, wrote a, that? it's a Drake song. Oh, God, Drake, God's Drake, 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 Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Ugh, I knew I'd heard that before and cringed. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. I thought Miracle was a fun um, song with like a drop in it. Like a lot of synthwave music doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have a big drop, and so Miracle did, and I thought that was neat. I love that song. Um, Wonderland 
had a really fun chorus and it was a good ending to the record. They actually like they usually would end in a ballad on most of their albums, but this one wasn't. So I thought that was fun. I feel like this album should end on really gone. Yeah, I wrote underrated, beautiful, and haunting for that track, um, which is would have been the typical closer for churches, I think, normally, right? Um, but yeah, my my notes on the album as a whole, I just wrote possibly the most diverse album, but it feels a bit more generic uh, than the previous at the same time. And I'm not sure why, but uh, it still has a good core of tracks. It goes really hard. Like if you're pulling singles, this has a lot of good singles, but like yeah. as an album, I think it's... Um, I don't know. There's something like weirdly produced feeling about it that the first two didn't have. I would agree. I mean, they definitely lead more into the pop side of the whole synth style they had going on. Yeah. Wasn't this the first album that they had an outside producer for? Yes. And it was the first album that they had left their studio in Glasgow to go record in LA. Um, So yeah, they, the first two were in Glasgow and Ireland. So Interesting. Which, by the way, I just love when her accent comes through. It's the best. I I was going to say that. Sorry. I am a Lauren Stan. Me too. Like I I percent. Let me edit that. Don't a, change your accent to be beautiful. I am. That's a, what she mentioned in one of her songs. It's like no. I'm a Lauren Simp. I've joined the Lauren Simps group. She's so freaking hot and cute and talented, and I want to die. Do you okay. know she's a drummer? Really? She used to be a drummer and a, a keyboard player in a previous band before she joined churches. Dude. Yeah, dude. Dude. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Anyways, yeah, my number four is Love is Dead. Also, the weakest cover art, if I if I dare say it. Uh, it has her perfect face on it, so <laughs> shut up. And asking for a friend, uh, her accent slips through that was the song i was thinking of i had to find it and i think mother um, we share too uh, yep yep nope that one too um speaking of mother we share number four album is for me the bones of what you believe um for the reasons we were kind of just talking about how their album their albums tend to be very front loaded Mm -hmm. um and they just kind of dip off this one just because it's so long it's like 15 or 16 songs it's well hold on now there's like a billion versions of each of these albums on spotify uh, so it depends on which one you listen to there's only like one version of that i found yes the only way to get to the non-special edition version on spotify is by going to their homepage, which shows all their popular tracks clicking the three dots next to the one from bones and then clicking go to album and then you can go to the like the traditional track yeah, list. The cover art's like a little different. Yeah. But yeah, I found one that's 12. And then the other version is this one that has like a billion songs on it. Yeah. And Ain't there's so much that. fluff in that album. That one yeah. does not go hard. As hard. Um, well, like I don't have time to listen to 16 songs. Yeah. Crying it's over an hour, I think. Which uh, which song does it end on? And uh, that, and that you album. Caught the Light? We Caught. You caught the light. You caught the light. Okay, yeah. well, there are only two other ones that I counted after that. Okay. Um, because the other one is uh, the other the last two are remixes. Gotcha. Of a couple other songs, okay. so that's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so I suppose fourteen songs. Yep. It feels longer. Yep. In my opinion, because um, again, front half goes super hard. Mother We Share, probably their most popular song. Still, uh, We Sink, Gun, 
Tether has a sick synth line at the end. Yep. So cool. Uh, Lies. Yes. Awesome song. Yes. Muse covered that song for BBC Radio 1 or something. Really? Um, that's how I found that song years ago. Oh, dang. Um, they did a great job, of course. Um, I still like the original I one. I feel though. like you're winning if Muse covered you. <laughs> right. Um, and then it kind of stops there for me until Recover? you hit Science and Visions, which Recover's actually... Recover's a great track, though, let's just say. Yeah. Um, Science and Visions, I, I really love. Yeah. Um, and Stronghand is pretty decent as well. Um, I think that was one of the ones that they added on. Yes. On the, on the, made, on the longer version. Um, she sings about like pressure building and the music kind of follows that. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, but at least the version that I listened to that I was able to find was a little too long for me. I think it still would be even sure. without those two tracks. Interestingly, um, I'm looking at the vinyl right now on the track list. They've rearranged. Really? Yeah. They still end with you caught the light, but they moved recover from the second slot to the first slot of side B, hmm. which hmm. I believe is the second track on the Spotify track list right or am i wrong recover yeah uh gun it oh no we sink okay so maybe they didn't is. rearrange this maybe I'm recovers number seven okay so then they did so it is right it. okay i thought it was mother we share and then recover back to back which are two of the the biggest singles to come off this record but okay yeah i'll have to listen to recover again but it didn't catch my eye okay catch my ear anyway um but like we said any church's album is a good church's album and I still think this one is awesome. Yeah, this um, is legitimately the hardest time I've had ranking an album. So difficult. List. I honestly think part of it, though, is that they have a fairly homogenous sound, given that it's mostly synth-based. And so, you know, it's like a lot of these tracks could have easily been moved around between albums even and oh, been at home. I forgot why I didn't, like, recover as much or why I kind of wrote it off. Um it's because if you haven't noticed, the first verses of Recover and Never Ending Circles sound incredibly similar. Interesting. I'll have to go back and re-listen to that. Real similar. Okay. So listen to that. And I like Never Ending Circles better. Cool. Spoiler alert. So anyway. Nice. Side note. Still a good song. Um, my number f- three. 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 Shoot. Shoot. Dang is actually the same album that we were just talking about that my good friend Jonathan um, listed a lot of facts about the the bones of what you believe. Um, and <coughs> I remember when this came... Thank you. I remember when this came out, uh, the, the manager, gosh, he manages like Hello Goodbye and Now Now and Intuit Over It and Owen. So he... You know, knows what's up. Uh, he posted a picture of this album in his like record collection, and I it, like just came out, and that was like, holy crap! Like this guy has really good taste in music. I should go and um, like give that a you know give that a, a look. And every time I went to the record store to buy it, it was gone. Mm. So I never listened to it, and I never listened to it like on digit because I like to kind of the first time I listened to a band, I kind of like it to be on vinyl. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even able to pick it up till this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's that's, it's been elusive. That's crazy. Yeah, I've, I've like searched for it and searched for it and haven't been able to found, find it. But so really the first time I listened to Churches was like this month. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. And um, 
but yeah, like I remember this kind of being like in the like alternative scene and like being a, a like being a thing that like I knew about. Like sure. I, I've known about this band for a while. Them and like MGMT and all these other groups. So. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think they even kind of they predated or not predated. They postdated a lot of that kind of because I feel like the kind of the the crowd that was like MGMT and like um freaking glass animals. Yeah, like glass animals and Florence and the Machine. Like that was kind of played out. But then there was like bands that were doing really cool stuff like M eighty three and church you know, and so that yeah. that kind of wave of stuff that kinda like did what Passion Pit did but better. Mm-hmm. The, those were all kind of coming out, and I remember I remember really liking it, but just being more into like you blew it and into it over it, like it, at that time. But yeah, I think that this album, uh, the the only thing that I kind of want to add because I don't want to like restate anything, but the thing that I'll add is just how great the this like the effects of the synth. It just it's so cutting and it's so like it's just it's so raw. Um, and like their songwriting and musicianship, obviously like her vocals are incredible, but like these dude, these songs are like, they're some of the best synth wave I've ever heard. And this was their first album. They only self produced only had three analog synths available. They didn't use digital synths or like VSTs or anything. It was Mm -hmm. three analog synths and that was it. They got every sound on this album out of those three. Yeah. Crazy, which I, I feel like is like what you should do, because like again, like that rawness and that it feels like a real instrument that you're hearing, mm-hmm. not like I made this up in GarageBand. You know, like this is me layering a bunch of <laughs> stuff in in GarageBand. Like it's it's it actually sounds like analog synth, and that's I think my favorite part of this album. I was listening to this like several times this morning, just blown away. Like, oh man, this is so like the musicianship is so good. Yeah. It's great. So your number three is Bones. Bones is what you believe. Yeah, baby. Cool. Um, my number three is Every Open Eye. Um, this is, uh, again, this is like picking your favorite child because I listen to this album on heavy rotation right now. Um, Clearest Blue is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's just so good. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. It uh, as a sophomore album too. It's like, are you kidding me with this album? It's so good. Um, it has more of like an '80s feel to it than um, Bones did, I think. Um, kind of like that sort of um, warm, nostalgic, but still somehow glitzy tone um, that uh, I don't know, like Stranger Things kind of brought around, you know. Um, now to be fair, bones came out before stranger things ever did. I, I think that like the drive soundtrack was like 2011, I want to say. And that was like some of the first mainstream synth wave, Mm -hmm. but these guys were 2013. So very shortly thereafter. And then, you know, ever since then there's been like, uh, FM 84 ghost runner night ship, a bunch or gunship. I mean, uh, a bunch of these other bands, um, um, that like, uh, they're doing synthwave as well, but like it wasn't as in vogue as it is now. Um, so I love that about this album that it's got a lot of eighties influence. Um, but I just felt like it was, um, slightly weaker than 
what they did in in Bones because it was it didn't go it didn't get as weird like it didn't get as diverse. I liked mm-hmm. some of the like grimy kind of nasty tones they had on Bones a little bit more. Um, but uh, Never Ending Circles, an absolute banger. Um, really good opening track. Um, I liked how in Leave a Trace, the synth and the vocals synced up with each other, and mm-hmm. it was very satisfying. Just the quality of Lauren's voice works so well with synth sounds that I think that that's, yeah, it's like a really, really cool um, like arpeggiation into a, it's almost like a gang vocal, but you're using a synth, which is cool. Uh, and then Clearest Blue, it's just amazing. A really good drop. Um, Empty Threat, I think, is incredibly underrated. Um, but the drive is so punchy. Uh, it's just it's just a really fun track to listen to. And then Downside of Me was, I think, the weakest track to me. And I part of it was just that it felt like the vocal mixing was really far behind the instruments, which struck me as strange. Like normally they have such a good job of balancing these like outrageous synthesizers with mm-hmm. vocals that are kind of competing in the same space as each other. Like they do a very uh, like an incredible job of keeping that together. But I like for some reason downside of me, it felt like she was, you know, a couple steps back. And, and I didn't know why. So mm. I don't know. I didn't get that feeling listening to it. Okay. I might have to listen to it again. Um, it but, might, it yeah, might have just been like you know the day I listened to it or something. Yeah. But but yeah, this is this is it does the same thing though. Definitely a front loaded album, I would say, in terms of like just you know the songs that go really hard and then they kind of slow down and get sort of more ballady towards the end. Um, I I would go as far as to say this is their least front loaded album. You in think? My opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm. Hard Again, agree. it's it's a fantastic album. I love it dearly, uh, and it, it is it's my number three. Th- this is the least amount of arguing we've ever done. <laughs> well, I think, the, I think part <laughs> of it, Tanner's not here. The irony, the irony is, I think it's going to be the least amount of arguing, and also the biggest difference between our lists, right? Because, right, like, yeah, I know that I'm going to be completely different from you guys already. And, and so far, it is. I think it's. Which Almost is fine. completely different, which I was expecting, and right. was curious what you guys would pick. Um, all right. Um, yet you have any more to I'm say? I'm good. I'm good. good. Cool. My number three is the album that got me into churches originally that I listened to on repeat for a long time. That's Love Is Dead. Um, it kind of hurt putting it at number three, even though honestly, all these are so close. Um, but it it got there because. Like we're like Nathan mentioned, there are a lot of good singles on this album: "Graffiti," "Miracles," um, other ones that I, I can't remember. "Get Out," "My yep. Enemy," um, "Never Say Die." Yeah, I mean, but after "Miracles," which is track seven, there are thirteen tracks in this album. It drops off. It just does. Um, yeah, there's just no getting around it. So, and, and there are a couple good songs after that. Like I do like "Graves," um, mm-hmm. track eight. Um, yep. To an extent, but yeah, like it just does, and it is because I listen to it so much. It's not an album I would from churches that I would choose to listen to first. Sure, like if you had to pick one to listen to right now, yeah, yeah. right? And honestly, I was just thinking about that. If I had to pick one to listen to right now, it would be Bones, mm. which is number four for me. But I've listened to that one the least. Sure. And last time I listened to it this morning was um, I, I really like the first few tracks on that. And I still, I still keep to my list. Sure. I still think it's number four for me. But because I listen to it the least, I think I would put that on first and at least listen to the first few songs, and then probably go to another album to be 
uh, talked about later. Cool. Um, Sick. So, yep. Nice. Well, that concludes part one of our church's discography discussion um, or our ranking of the church's discography. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. You can expect part two coming out next week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully your taste in music just got a, a little, little more, more terrible. terrible. <clears throat> that was a short episode. Yeah. Well, I, I really want to start doing differentiations between episodes. I got freaked out listening to the last couple because they started with the exact same intro. And I was like, wait, did they just re-upload the same one? Yeah. And then I skipped forward. Like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So smart. Um, and then I was thinking we could do like previously on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'll start that. Yeah.